Welcome to the Sexy Selfish Podcast Series. I'm your host, Shona Gates. I'm a women's life coach, success strategist, and a self-proclaimed badass. And I'm here to help you rediscover your authentic self, stop delaying your happiness, and step into your truth. This podcast has been created to connect, inspire, and nurture mums who want more. Are you ready? guys lockdown extravaganza day two i hope you enjoyed yesterday's podcast all about validating and guilt um no it was gratitude why did i say guilt that was so odd it was about validating and gratitude (laughs) what a dingus i am just a dingbat all right i need another coffee so Today's topic is about routine and I know that sounds like a total YouTube blogger standard basic girl topic right but if there is anything I have learned after literally years and years a decade a decade of therapy more than a decade actually I'm now I need to know how long I've been in therapy for my eating disorder since I was 16. 16, I began therapy for eating disorder. I'm now 29. Someone do the maths on that. It's over a decade. 13? 13 years. Maybe? Yeah, I think so. Um, I've been in, in therapy for over a decade. And one of the core parts of therapy that I have been in for my eating disorder, for depression, for anxiety, is routine. And I finally understand the reason why everyone preaches routine. Because I was the person sitting on the other end of that therapy couch rolling my eyes like, why is getting up at the same time so important to you, Susan? Why? Right? But I now understand, thanks to the beautiful therapy team that spoke last SA Mums in Business event, who finally explained, like, I've done CBT therapy, I've researched it, I do psychology research for fun, but they explained it in such a great way that it finally made sense. And I'm like, I understand why their routine is so important. Thank you, you two beautiful blonde goddesses. So let's talk about routine, why it is so important right now, but also why you do not need to be ashamed if you're not doing it, why it works for some people, why it doesn't work for other people and how I use it to make sure my mental health is in check, to keep my mindset in check and to actually manifest and call in the life that I desire. Okay, so the way that we move from a negative mindset and negative routines to something more positive comes down to like a triangle, our thoughts, our emotions, and our actions. Now, often we can't consciously change our emotions because they're triggered by our thoughts and actions. Our actions are triggered by our feelings and emotions, our thoughts and our emotions, and our thoughts are triggered by our emotions and our actions too. But you're in charge of each element. It's like a triangle, right? And so it explains why if you are having trouble with your thoughts, with your mindset, if you're having trouble with your emotions, if you're feeling kind of down, anxious, for me, it was a lot of eating disorder tendencies. Like there were certain things that were so deeply ingrained with me and I had to focus on changing actions first. I went to my therapist and I fully expected to be sitting on the couch, telling her all my feelings and diving deep into childhood trauma and doing all of that stuff. And what she got me to focus on first was eating an extra banana a day. And I was like, man, I'm paying a lot for therapy. And she's telling me to eat bananas. But what it came down to was my 
feelings and emotions were so hard to shift. They were so ingrained. I was in such an anxious, depressed, controlling place that we had to change the actions first. And by changing the actions, we were able to change the thoughts and emotions. Because, you know, you do something, you feel good about yourself, and then that prompts you to do more good things. You know, it triggers your emotions, it triggers your thoughts. So what I found, I looking back over all those years of therapy, was routine played such a key part in my recovery. And even today, I had a session with my therapist earlier this morning, we spoke about routine. She's like, okay, so how can you implement those changes that are feeling really good right in this moment? How can you make that a regular thing, right? So we were talking about food routines. We were talking about movement routines. We were talking about self-care, self-compassion, connection with other human routines. Like this is therapy that I'm paying hundreds of dollars for each session. No joke. And it's just really just focusing on routine with me, which is so powerful to have someone else kind of affirm what I'm believing is true. So routine, it is really easy if you're in a crappy mindset and I get this way on my period every single month, I start to physically feel pain. I start my hormones shift. I get really down on myself. The self-loathing starts. I feel bloated. I feel uncomfortable. I feel emotional. I just want to watch Riverdale all day and eat chocolate. And that makes me feel even worse about myself. I start watching Riverdale. I'm watching skinny actresses and drama-filled TV. And none of it actually makes me feel good. I'm eating shitty food. I'm having chocolate. I'm waking up really late. I'm going to bed really late. It's like that's a self-perpetuating cycling cycle on its own, isn't it? So none of it actually benefits me. None of it pulls me out. Now, this is separate from rest. You know, when your body is sending you the signals, rest, you need rest. You need to recharge. You need to take a day and let it happen. That's different from what I'm talking about. I certainly don't want to shame you um, whatsoever. If you need a day, if you need a week, if you need a month, right? But if you are ready to move out of that place and you're struggling with how to because you just feel so low, implementing a routine and sticking to it. And you see this in rehab facilities. You see it in therapy. You see it in prison systems, in juvenile homes. This is how we move forward through routine. And so one of the first things that falls off for a lot of people during the school holidays, during pupil free days, during any of this lockdown situation is the routine goes out the window, you know, because what routine? I don't have to go to work. I don't have to be anywhere on time. I don't have to take the kids to school. I can stay in my pajamas all day. I can watch New Girl from the moment I woke up, wake up, wake up in the morning till the minute I fall asleep on the couch. I can have breakfast for dinner. And yes, you can. That freedom is liberating for a lot of people, but it is a place that if you stay in that place for too long, it can perpetuate this negative cycle of emotions and thoughts that follow it, right? And if you look at even the most wealthy people in the world, even the people that have won the lottery and they never have to work again in their life, often they will still get up at six o'clock, they will go for a run, they will make a cup of coffee, they will um, go for a drive in their Lamborghini, whatever it is. Even the wealthiest people in the world with no official you have to do this commitments will still have a routine of sorts right so I found this out when my son was in reception our first school holidays nightmare absolute nightmare he couldn't function we were having huge melt days meltdowns all day long he's autistic I was getting the shit bit out of me from him because he just couldn't handle the lack of routine after being in kindy and then he was in school and he, he thrives in school, loves the routine. It is his 
golden genius spot zone. Loves it. Hates weekends, hates holidays. So I learned the first school holidays that the whole relax, do whatever you like, sleep until 11, wear a robe all day, have nachos for dinner lifestyle that my sister and I enjoyed growing up on the school holidays. Like we took it as a break. We relaxed. We slept in. We watched Cinderella on repeat. That shit was not going to fly for my kids. It just wasn't. Um, so it became very clear to me that next school holidays had to be different. So the next school holidays rolled around. I was a little bit anxious about it. But I just decided, you know, what if we kept the same routine for a few days and see if that works? So the kids still got up at normal time. They had to get dressed, make their bed, have breakfast. And then they could play outside, you know, watch a little bit of TV, whatever. And then they actually said, oh, what, could we do something like we did at school? And so we'd actually do a little bit of learning. We would watch a documentary or we'd I would say, what are you interested in? What do you want to learn more about? And we'd start researching it. So over the school holidays, we've done animal topics where we've learned about different animals. We've learned about sea creatures. We then you know currently right down, we're on day two of our lockdown and the kids are wanting to learn about planets. So there's a great NASA website that they're on every day. They're learning, they're each picking a planet. And so they're doing like two planets that they're learning. And basically they just go on, look at all the planets, think it's really cool, copy down all the notes, um, get excited. And then anything that they're interested to learn more about, then we try to find some natural geographic, um, or, you know, some YouTube things to explain black holes, Jupiter, whatever. So it's just self, self-regulated learning, I guess. And we do that in the morning and then we usually go outside for a few hours, have some lunch, and then it's movies and Nintendo and whatever in the afternoon till daddy gets home. This routine has saved me. It has saved me. Like I would have been institutionalized a long time ago, no joke. Because I cannot survive school holidays with my kids without this routine. It doesn't matter where we are. If we're away on holiday, if we're staying at a holiday house, the routine is the same. The wake-up time is the same for us, no matter what. My kids don't sleep in, never have, never will. Hudson doesn't either. 6.30 on the dot, he's up, he's awake. Make me scrambled eggs, bitch, you know. So we're very lucky to keep that routine in place. It's just like those little things. I'm not telling my kids have to homeschool every day. And we have to watch a movie at two o'clock and and not until two o'clock. It's not that rigid, but it's the fact of like every day I'm going to get up. I'm going to wash my face. I'm going to make my bed. I'm going to eat breakfast, get dressed. And then I can choose to watch New Girl all day if I want to. And then I can decide I want to do a project. And then I can play all outside in the backyard all day. But it's those basic things to tick off and feel like in this slump of feeling like it's never going to end and each day rolls into the next and it feels pointless. Let me tell you, it feels a lot more pointless if you're slumping from one room to another with your doona wrapped around you, your quilt cover trailing behind you. Um, It's drinking coffee all day. So you just use the same coffee cup all day and don't bother watching it because there's just going to be coffee in it again in a minute. You know, it's easier to manage and easier to cope With this entire situation, if you give yourself some boundaries, give yourself some structure to each day. And it's even that little thing. I remember last lockdown, my beautiful friend and I were talking about it was going to be very easy to slip into that habit of like "Eh, cheeky wine at 11 o'clock because why the hell not? Right. And then we realized that, you know, the five o'clock somewhere coming back to three o'clock started coming back to two o'clock. And so really like having that moment and talking about it, it was that whole like, you know, three o'clock. three o'clock on lockdown, you can have a drink, just giving myself that little boundary. So it wasn't the whole like, oh, well, I can wake up and have beer for breakfast because why not? Like the rules don't exist anymore. The world's all tilted off its axis. I can just live my life however I want. You can, 
if it feels good. But if it doesn't feel good, if two or three days into your freedom, um, I'm just going to stay in a burrito on the couch and and do whatever and eat, not eat breakfast till two o'clock in the afternoon. If that doesn't feel good, the way to get out of it is just make one small change. Just tell yourself you're going to wake up every day and make your bed. Tell yourself, you know, by nine o'clock, which is the normal time I would be at work, I'm going to have had breakfast and I'm going to be semi-dressed for the day. You know, I'm going to wash my face at least. I'm going to brush my hair, put it up in a ponytail by nine o'clock. I'm going to have some coffee, have some breakfast, and then I'll decide what to do from there. Just give yourself a little bit of routine. Even if it's just um, in the afternoons every day, I grab a, pour myself a gin and tonic and I head out in the backyard and I do some yoga on the lawn, whatever it is for you doesn't have to be every day, but giving yourself a routine and a structure is the way forward out of the fog of days rolling into each other. Um, and I firmly believe that it might not work for everyone. You might be a very, very creative type who has a day of creativity at two o'clock in the morning. And then the next day it's at, uh, you know, at midnight, whatever it is, I don't know. But for the majority of people, I think routine is very, very powerful because it's, it's triggering those actions to then control our thoughts, which then control our emotions to a point where we feel a little bit more better about ourselves, a little bit more better. That was not good English. Mm, Me Shona, me wrote book, me do good English. Anyway, that's today's topic routine let me know how it goes are you still sticking to a routine in isolation or is the routine gone out the window and do you think that it is something that you and your family would benefit on having a little bit of routine and structure still in this time um you know and what level of routine do you think is going to work for you guys i'd be so interested to hear your feedback on this you know for me i do keep a pretty strict schedule with my kids because that's what they want that's what they thrive on you know if we have a weekend just a normal weekend and my husband isn't home, they go straight into lockdown mode. That's how I'm calling it lockdown mode. It's really school holiday mode. But if daddy's not home and we're all home on the weekend, they're up, they're dressed, and then they pull out their like learning books and they're like, mom, can you Google um, great white sharks so I can learn about them without my prompting, without me saying like, kids, you must learn something now. This is just what they enjoy doing because I think they feel like they've achieved something for the day. Like it's okay to watch movies all afternoon. I've done something for the day. I've played outside. I've eaten something healthy for lunch. I've done a little bit of learning. My brain's working. I feel switched on. Now I get to chill and watch a movie and down dad's home. So I would love to hear more about your routines. How are you going to move through this lockdown time? Um, And yeah, hit me up on Instagram, send me an email, leave a comment below in this podcast. I would love to connect with you and see how it's going. Anyway, I hope you guys have a great day. I will chat to you tomorrow for day three. We're going to touch on the other side of that triangle. We talked about actions today through the routine model. We're going to talk about thoughts tomorrow um, and how that's going to help strengthen that triangle to a more positive place too. I love you all. Bye. If you loved this episode, please subscribe and leave me a little love note by tagging me at sexy underscore selfish. To check out more of the Sexy Selfish podcast or to grab some of my little goodies, head on over to the freebie hub at www.sexyselfish.com. It's totally free and it's jam packed with hours and hours of content for you. 
Thank you so much for being here with me today on The Sexy Selfish Show and showing up today to become the best version of you. I'm sure you got so much out of today's episode and I know that I really did as well. If there is someone in your life who would really benefit from hearing this episode and some of the things we shared about, please share it with them right now. It's as easy as just sharing the link and you could literally change someone's life. Remember, it is time to stop delaying your happiness.